Hi everyone, welcome back to First Gen Friends Season 3. This is Jamie, I am your host, and I'm back for a solo episode because I've gotten some requests to answer some questions and just, I guess, talk about myself because I don't do that often on here, but wanted to give some background. Again, if you are new here, around why I started this podcast. So growing up, I often felt torn between two cultures, the one I was born into and the one I was raised in. It wasn't always easy to navigate these different worlds, but I quickly learned to embrace my unique identity and use my experiences to connect with others when I got older. Through the First Generation podcast, what I hope is to provide a space for others to share their stories and connect with one another. I truly believe that through storytelling and conversations, we can create a more inclusive and empathetic world, but we're also integrating our cultures with the U.S. So I hope you guys are enjoying the First Gen Friends podcast so far because I'm having so much fun recording it. With that being said, today I wanted to share some of my childhood memories that were recently triggered by Valentine's Day. I have only told this story a couple of times and every time I tell it, it gets a good response and it's just really funny and embarrassing and cringeworthy. So I figured I'd share it with you guys. So I'm in first grade, it's Valentine's Day, and I finally got my mom to buy me one of those prepackaged Snoopy Valentine's with like the little lollipop and it says to and from and it has like a cute little message. I was so excited to give these out because it was like my way to talk to other classmates and it was a good excuse to like go to their desk and give them a valentine for me. And so everyone brought their valentines, right? Like everyone had their little card. There were Mickey Mouse. There were Disney princesses. There were handmade cards. It was really, really cute. So I'm so excited. I'm handing them out. And by the end of the day, people were giving me the valentines they back. So all of the Valentines that I had handed out to my classmates were now at my desk. And I was kind of sad because I'm like, did they not want my Valentine? You know, <laughs> why, why did everyone give it back to me? And what I realized was that in the to and from, I switched it. I made all the Valentines to Jamie Tercios. And then I put their names in the from. <laughs> so... These kids were like, this is to Jamie. This is to Jamie. And everyone was giving them back to me. And I was so embarrassed because I then realized what I had done. And I didn't say anything. And I took them home with my my stuff. And I never really talked about it again because I was so humiliated that I made such a silly mistake. But also, my parents didn't correct me because I don't think they realized it either. And yeah, that was kind of my little <laughs> embarrassing story that traumatizes me to this day, obviously, because I still remember a first grade memory along with many others. But that one was, that one was rough. And then the other story is from sixth grade, I want to say, either sixth grade or fifth grade. And this is a story my husband loves to tell people or loves to tell me to tell people because of just how humiliating it is. But it's something that was humiliating to me and luckily it didn't escalate to an even worse memory where other people were involved. So 
hit sixth grade. I didn't do my homework. And the teacher's going over questions from the homework, I guess. And I never really did my homework, honestly, because if there wasn't a homework club, like there was no one to help me. So I had no idea what to do. And I would just go to school without my homework being done. And yeah, it was, that was a whole other story. But on this particular day, my teacher, Mrs. Burns, so it must have been sixth grade, she says, okay, everyone, I want someone to tell me what is matter. Mind you, this is science class, right? So she's asking, what is matter? And I was so excited to answer this question <laughs> because I thought I knew the answer. <laughs> so I raised my hand. I'm like, me, me, me. You know, like I'm so – I know this answer. Finally, I know something. Like I'm going to answer this. I'm so proud of myself. She's going to be proud of me. I'm raising my – and I think she probably was like, she doesn't know the answer to this. So she didn't pick me. <laughs> and – she goes and picks someone else and they give the correct answer. And the answer is a physical substance in general as distinct from mind and spirit in physics, that which occupies space and possesses rest mass, especially as distinct from energy, the structure and properties of matter. Okay. So that's like the Google version of the answer. What I was going to say <laughs> I was going to answer in front of my whole class and say, matter is when there is a problem. Like, what is the matter? Because my mom used to always be like, what's the matter? What's the matter? So I was going to say that it was a problem that needed solution. <laughs> thank God she did not answer me because I feel like she would have probably gone to all her teacher friends and been like, I have the dumbest student in my class. Like, this is what happened. I'm sure that's happened on other occasions, but this one specifically could have been bad. And I'm just so happy she didn't pick me because that would have been embarrassing. I also asked some questions on Instagram and I wanted to answer those as well. Well, I actually picked one because I don't want to, I don't want this to be a whole 30 minute episode. I'm only making it short and sweet. So I did get a question and it was, did you have food stamps as a child? Yes or no? Did my family use food stamps? And we did not use food stamps, but I could still see that my parents were struggling to afford groceries when we were younger because I remember like all the things would be scanned and we'd be short. So my mom would have to put things back or she'd have to like work with the register lady to like be able to afford the necessities that we needed. And anytime we were at the grocery store, like when you're a kid and you want the Dunkaroos and you want the cornflakes and you want, you know, the real stuff, the good stuff, not the store brand stuff, but we were only allowed to choose store brand goods, which back in the day, I didn't understand why, right? But now I understand it's because we were trying to afford as much as possible on a budget. So it was rough seeing my mom in that state at such a young age and knowing that they were struggling. But I think that's why today going to the grocery store for me is such a treat. Like I love going grocery shopping. I love being able to pick out whatever I want and not have it to, having to look at the tag or is it on sale or what brand is it. I just feel very fortunate 
that I get to do that today. So it always brings me back to being a kid. And now as an adult, I feel so fortunate that I can afford groceries and I can get what I want. And if I need something, I can run to the store and buy it. I don't have to count pennies. And, you know, it definitely makes me appreciate my life so much more because of what we went through together as a family. So, well, no, we didn't use food stamps and we were able to eat and we never went hungry. It was still a struggle to see your parents who are kind of, you know, you put them on this pedestal, they know all when you're a child, to see them ashamed and see them hurt because they don't want you to see them that way. So, yeah, that's kind of my story and that's why I love grocery shopping. I love going alone. I don't like my husband coming with me because I kind of just like to it's, – it's almost therapeutic in a way, just walking down and up the aisles and seeing all these like – all this food that's available to us and just how lucky and fortunate we are that we're able to do this and there are so many people in the world that aren't. So it's something that I definitely always think about and always appreciate because of – what I saw as a child. Someone also asked me, on a lighter note, my take on Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner. (laughs) And while I don't usually discuss pop culture on here, I figured I would give my two cents on this topic. So if Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner are in fact dating and they are having fun, let them date and have fun. I think They are two adults who are enjoying themselves and having a good time. Bad Bunny is now on top of the world. And if I was Bad Bunny, I also would date Kendall Jenner. So I am all about it. Are they going to get married? Probably not. I don't know how deep their conversations are going. I don't know what the language barrier is there. But let Bad Bunny enjoy the fruits of his labor. And that's all I have to say on that. Anyway, that was this week's episode. I hope it was entertaining. I hope you enjoyed. And like always, I'll see you next time.